The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits here Monday, August 2nd edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It was a wild weekend on the Diamond with all the trade deadline acquisitions and moves on Friday. Some of these rosters look like September call-ups. It was a blast. We had Yadiel Hernandez making his return. You know, we used to roster him earlier this year. He was back mid-priced, doubled on for us on Sunday. He's hitting cleanup all weekend, so we'll be back on that train at mid-priced on Monday, you had Rafael Ortega we talked about. If you're in the fancy DJ Slack chat, those are the two values I kept mentioning all morning long. Ortega triple donked on Sunday. So these guys are great. We're going to have a lot of this going on the rest of the season. So have some fun with that. I'm on Twitter at PDNTrick. If you want to join us in the Slack chat, it is free. Come join us there. We, do, we talk all sports. We talk prize picks. Speaking of prize picks, if you're new to prize picks, it's DFS meets prop bets. So go check that out. It's a great way to go. We've had some big winners over the weekend. we got our buddy Dustin dropping Olympic volleyball stuff on there and some other great great uh, tips from everybody in the chat there. Use promo code Bubba when you create your account. And you get a free first-time deposit match up to $100 when you make your first deposit when you use promo code Bubba when you create your account. So go check that out. Also, if you can go on iTunes, give a rate and review to the podcast, uh, MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would truly appreciate it. If you play season-long fantasy baseball, Benched with Bubba is for you. Every Tuesday night, I record Bubba in the bat flip and record um, recap the week in fab, which this week will be crazy with so many awesome moves. So looking forward to that. Then this past week, I usually record on Thursdays. I recorded on Friday with Scott Pianowski of Yahoo Sports recapping the trade deadline. So go check that out, episode 389 with Scott Pianowski. Really good stuff there. Also, my written content comes out Monday through Friday on rotoballer.com. Monday is the values article, premium values article. So to become a member at rotoballer.com, use promo code Bubba for an extra 10% off the package of your choice. All right, folks, here we go. Seven games on Monday. In, out. This will not take too long. We have four totals so far. Orioles, Yankees, 10. Phillies, Nationals, 9. Mariners, Rays, 8.5. Pirates, Brewers, 9. The pitching on this slate, we have a couple guys over 9K. We'll be looking to target, and the first one is Tyler Miguel. $9,600 at the Miami Marlins. Miguel has been outstanding. Up to 94 pitches his last time out. He's thrown five or more innings in four of five starts. And he has five or more Ks in four of five starts. And those he's got 13 or more points in every start, but he's got 16 or more in four of his five as well. So very, very good floor coming in this game with a nice ceiling facing the Miami Marlins offense that Chisholm's back, came back on Friday. Cooper's out for the year. 
They're striking out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting 242 with a 96 WRC plus over the last month. McGill at 96, really, really strong option on this slate. Another strong option, potentially stronger than McGill, just because we know the longevity that Anthony Discofani brings to the um, lineup. He's 9300 bucks, and he's in a great spot here because he's not facing the Dodgers. That's the beauty of it. Last time he faced Arizona, eight and two-thirds, two earned seven Ks for 28 points. Five innings, one earned, five Ks for 19.7. Those are his last two starts with Arizona. You take out of the Dodgers starts, he's been nothing but outstanding this season. Now you get a D-backs offense that just continues to scuffle everywhere, striking out 23% of the time, hitting 228 with a 149 ISO and an 89 WRC plus first right-handed pitching. So get us some, get us some Anthony Discofani on this slate. McGill is a great option. Zero problem McGill. The strikeouts will be there. Disco, he's, he's, he's a great option. 93, if you want to save some money on McGill, I'll be all over that. If you want to go to Eric Lauer, you can. He's been super consistent. Strikeouts have been there a little bit. Not great, but the ratios have been awesome. The one thing I'll say about facing Pittsburgh, they strike out a little less than 22% of the timers. Lefties hitting 271, but with a 119 ISO and a 97 WRC+. plus. So they might try to single you to death, strike out a little bit, but not a ton. That's the difference. So if you want to go with uh, Lauer, you can. He'll go super low on because Disco and Miguel will be super popular. I'm just going to play Disco and Miguel. I'm going to take my hit there and go that direction. Andrew Heaney will be making his New York Yankees debut, and he's facing the Baltimore Orioles, a team that strikes out 21.6% of the time versus lefties, 253 average, 182 ISO, 103 WRC+. plus. On a small slate, I will say Heaney's in play in tournaments. I'm going to try to avoid him. I'm going to prefer to get Baltimore bats to be contrarian, especially in that ballpark in New York. But if you want to go Heaney, I get it on this small slate because we've seen Heaney, if he's on, 20-plus points is in, in, the, in the bag. If he's off, he's going to get you minus points and get destroyed. At least it's an early game. It's not like you're waiting for the Anaheim game on the West Coast. You'll know by like 7.30, how am I doing? So if you want to go Heaney at 86, you can. I'd still prefer to go to Disco or McGill at that point in time. But it's a small slate, and you're you're short on options. Like Josiah Gray at 76 versus Philadelphia. He's He's got he's on 80 pitches his last two starts. How deep is he going? They're not going to want to over overextend him. If you want to go there, you could. I'm not in. Jesus Lazardo making his Miami debut. Like another guy, not super stretched out. It's been kind of sketchy. Chris Flexen's been pitching well. Horrible on the road this season, though. His last two starts, are even at home, were bad. Probably going to pass on that. So the two cheapies I like on this slate. You got Dane Dunning at $6,300 at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. At home this year, Dunning has a 2.58 ERA. He's allowed 15 runs on 52 innings pitched with 57 Ks at home. Good for 18 DK points per start. Last home start since Arizona, six and a third, two earned three Ks. Strikeouts are always the concern with Dunning. Like he gets ground balls, pitches very well. Strikeouts are a concern. But facing the Angels, the Angels are striking out 24% of the time versus righties the past month, hitting 244 with an 85 WRC+. plus. So Dane Dunning at 63 makes for a very, very nice uh, value play on this slate. And plus, you guys know, value plays can get blown up at any minute. That's why they're values. That's why they're not priced at 8500 bucks. They're priced at 63 Very simple here. But we have seen 20-plus point games. We used him on a day game against the Yankees. I think he got us 20 or close to 20. So uh, Dunning at 63 is on the slate. And in that same game, Jose Suarez. S6300 bucks. We've been riding him. Got destroyed his last time out. Prior to that, was pitching well. We gave up some runs in the sixth. Prior to that, 18 points. Like he's he's been close, close, and just kind of uh. He's got 88 pitches in two of his last three starts. So that's good. And he's facing Texas, a team that strikes out 23% of the time versus lefties, hitting a buck 70 with a .072 ISO and a 37, 37 WRC plus. I mentioned this on Friday's show. I can't remember which lefty they were facing. I said play him. We played him. Then on Saturday, it was Tyler Tyler Anderson. Played him. Marco Gonzalez on Sunday. They didn't light the world on fire, but they're all sub-7K plays. 
or Friday might have been Gilbert, but recently we've been talking about lefties versus Texas, and they're not expensive. At worst, they're a value play that maybe doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but he gets you 12 to 15 points. At 6300 bucks. sign me up right now. So there, there's always risk involved with these value guys, but Suarez and Dunning in the same game at 63, I think Dunning's got the higher ceiling than Suarez, but Suarez might have the better matchup. So you got that going for you. Um, I'll go Dunning over, over Suarez, but those two values are strong in play for you. You can use Heaney if you want. You can use Lowry if you want. Those guys are both in play, but I prefer Disco and Miguel. So I'm going to have a lot of Disco Miguel with Suarez and Dunning. That's pretty much where I'm going on this seven-game slate, unless you want to really mix in some other guys. Now let's check out the bats. Seven-game slate. Rio Muto had a monster Sunday. He's 5300 bucks versus Josiah Gray. The beauty of that Philly-Washington game, Gray won't go super deep. Ranger Suarez, who we loved in the bullpen, but then they traded for Ian Kennedy, so he's not closing anymore. They want to move into the starting rotation. They're going to slowly stretch him out. Their goal is three innings for the next few starts. Otherwise, we'd be using Ranger Suarez. So Suarez will be gone early. You get Philadelphia Longman in there, who's maybe Vinny V or Chase Anderson or one of these guys. So it makes Philadelphia intriguing. But you got Real Muta at 53, or you can go cheaper, like a Gary Sanchez at 46 in a tournament. Sure, against, Ronald, uh, against Jorge Lopez, I can see that. Love Milwaukee on the slate. I've been using them a ton lately. Love them again tonight. Omar Narvaez, 45 versus Bryce Wilson. Really good price tag on that one. Uh, going down below 4K, though, um, you got Pedro Severino versus Heaney. If you're not using Heaney, Severino loves facing lefties. Double dong, I believe, on Friday against a left-handed pitcher. So uh, Severino's a really nice call there at 3,800. Some cheaper options, though. James McCann versus Lazardo at 33. If we get the Lazardo we've seen most of the year, McCann at 33 is a very nice value. If you're not using Jose Suarez, Jonah Himes only 27. He has been crushing. I think two homers on Saturday, walk-off home run on Sunday. So Jonah Heim at 27 is a very, very good value in his situation. And then other than that, Cal Raleigh at 22 versus Waka is a value for you, and that's probably all I got down here for now. First base position, Pete Alonso versus uh, Lazardo at 55. If you're a believer in Lazardo still broken, then the Mets are a great play. So Pete Alonso at 55 will definitely be in play for you. Eduardo Escobar at 54 versus Wilson. I love Milwaukee. I've been stacking them without Escobar. He had a home run on Saturday. Other than that, hasn't really lit the world on fire, so it hasn't cost me yet. It's kind of like when I stack Toronto. I usually don't stack Vladdy. hurts me more than it doesn't, but when it when he doesn't do anything, the rest of the stacks, like Friday night, was awesome. So um, Escobar's the same way. I kind of skip him in my Milwaukee stacks. To your own. Each to your own. If you want him, go for it. It's a great spot. You can go trade Boo Boo versus Heaney if you want at 52, or you can just save some money in that same game and go to Ryan Mountcastle at 36. So $1,600 savings. Mountcastle's been swinging it really well. If you want to save some cash, you can definitely go there. Mountcastle over Mancini, or go to trade Boo Boo. Both great plays. Anthony Rizzo's up to 47. He's been money his first three games with the Yanks. I love him to go have another big game tonight. He's hit safely in all three games, homebird in two of them, driven in a run in every game. He was leading off on Sunday. He's 47, first game uh, as a Yankee in the Bronx. I like him to go deep, personally, on Monday night. So I like him a lot at 4,700. Uh, some cheaper options. You can go Josh Bell if you're stacking Washington. But Ty France is swinging a very, very hot stick. He's 4,200 bucks for Seattle. Seattle's very, very live in this game versus Michael Walker. Walker's been good late. Doesn't go deep, though. Doesn't go deep. And when he gets hit, he gets hit early. So France at 42 is intriguing. Uh, Darren Ruff versus Widener. The Giants, uh, Lamont Wade Jr. left early with a back injury on Sunday. Wilmer Flores missed Sunday's game with a back injury. Lineup can be pretty interesting there. So a guy like um, Darren Ruff went deep again on Sunday. He's 4K versus Widener. Could be a nice uh, low-owned piece of a very nice giant stack. Giant stack should be popular. That's one way to do it. Same with Brad Miller. Brad Miller's 3,700 for Philadelphia. Hoskins is day-to-day. McCutcheon left with an injury on Sunday. 
So Brad Miller at 37 can give you some value. I mentioned Mount Castle at 36. If Lamont Wade tracks the lineup, he'll probably be leading off first Widener. He's 3,500. Great, great play if he plays, but I'm a little nervous with that back injury. One of the better values on this slate at first base is Rowdy Telez, who's been mashing over the last like eight, nine games. He gets Bryce Wilson at home in Milwaukee at $3,000. Very, very nice price point. And if you're fading Lauer, Nagowski at Pittsburgh's 23, which is a very, very nice price tag as well. Second base position, Brandon Lau versus Flexen at 57. Tampa Bay is, is a very nice play. I mentioned the Flexen struggles on the road this year, which is very, very big. And then um, you got um, you got uh, his struggles of late. So I think uh, Brandon Lau at 57 does make for a very, very nice play on this slate if you're stacking Tampa Bay. And then if you want to go cheaper here, though, Colton Wong at 44 is outstanding. You mentioned Ty France at 42. Those are both really strong looks. If you're fading Dane Dunny, uh, Fletcher in a cash game at 41 is not bad. I kind of prefer France at 42 or Wong at 44, but I see the cash game appeal of Fletcher, not so much in a tournament. Uh, cheaper plays, though, um, you got Jazz Chipson's back at 32. I love Abra- uh, Abraham Toro, nice second base, third base. He's third base only, and then Sunday, all of a sudden, second base, third base. That is beautiful. So Toro at 32 for Seattle is a very, very nice value. Like I prefer that over uh, David Fletcher uh, for a value at 3,200. Going down even cheaper, though, like you could go to Joe Panic. I'd probably prefer not to. Um, I really don't know if I'm going to go too much cheaper than like Hoy Park 2K for Pittsburgh. I'll probably just pass on that one. So I think Abraham Toro is probably my cheapie at second base. Third base, you can go back to Escobar, like I said, at 54. But Chris Bryant's 5K versus Widener. He went deep in his debut for the Giants on Sunday. That's a strong play. Kyle Seager's only 47 versus Walker. That's a good one as well. Uh, cheaper options, though. J.D. Davis, if he is in the Mets lineup, he's 39. Nice power value there versus Luzardo. Same with Mikel Franco. Tournaments only, but he's 36. Luis Urias of Milwaukee's 37. So those are a couple cheapies. Abraham Toro, again, 3200 bucks. I like that savings as well. That's about it. Oh, Brandon Drury, swinging an extremely hot bat since he got recalled. Loves hitting lefties. He's third base outfit eligible for the Mets. He's 2,300. So that's a very, very nice value. Shortstop position, got Javi Baez, who homered his debut on Saturday for the Mets. He's 5,400. Willie Domas is hitting everything. He's 51. That's a great play. You have to put him in your Milwaukee stacks. Brandon Crawford at 47 is one of the better plays in your giant stacks. So keep those two in mind. But cheaper options, Glaber Torres continues to hit pretty well. He's 4,400 versus Jorge Lopez. I'd probably rather have Crawford or Adamas at that point, but if you're feeling frisky, uh, Glaber's not too bad at 44. Didi Gregorius had himself a Sunday after a, a just horrific like three-week stretch. So Gregorius at 36, if you hope that keeps going, groovy. Um, other than that, like Ramon Urias for Baltimore's 29. Kevin Newman's 26 for Pittsburgh. He's actually been – both those two have been swinging it well for values. But that's about it for the shortstop position. Outfield, you can go Soto all day long. They have no reason to pitch to him, though. None. So keep that in mind. But Soto at 61, Bryce Harper at 6K, both options. Mitch and Brian Allow at 57. I'd probably personally just save some cash and go down to guys like Chris Bryan at 5K. Said Mullins had the day off on Sunday. He's 49. I'd save some cash to go that route to go even cheaper. Like Austin Meadows at 45 versus Flex. I think it's a great play. It just feels like one of those nights where Flex or uh, Meadows is going to have some fun versus struggling uh, Chris Flexen. That, that seems strong. Yastrzemski homered on Saturday. Just continues to rake. He's only 4,200. That's like really, really cheap for Yaz at 42. So I like that one quite a bit. Um, going down cheaper, Avisil Garcia swinging well. He's 3,900 in your uh, Milwaukee stacks. Brad Miller mentioned him earlier. Um, going down even cheaper, though, low 3K range. Now, Steven Duggar's 34. Nice value versus Widener to keep an eye on. Dom Smith, he's in the Mets lineup. He's better versus lefties than righties. He's 3,300, so you can go that direction. If Dickerson makes the lineup for the Giants, he's 33. Just know 
He uh, was kind of already kind of in a platoon before all these transactions. Once everybody's healthy, it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. So keep that in mind if you do play him. 3K and below now, low canes, 29. He's come back from the aisle and swinged it really well for uh, Milwaukee. So he should be on your agenda. Also, Tyrone Taylor at 28 for Milwaukee. So it's nice Milwaukee value, as we're used to seeing. Uh, Travis Jankowski hit second on Sunday for Philadelphia. I see where he's at in the lineup, but he's 2700 Like if Kutch is out, maybe Jankowski's high up in the lineup again. $2,700, nice and cheap. Austin Hayes usually hits second, had a nice little Sunday for Baltimore. He's 26 for Heaney. That's a very, very nice value as well. Uh, a few other ones down here, though. Uh, Phillips for Tampa Bay. He's 24 against Flex, and that's an outstanding value. He hits ninth, which kind of sucks, but do the wraparound stacks. Just look for the value. He's been very productive at 24. I mentioned Brandon Drury at 23 as another productive piece. In that lineup, Victor Robles is leading off for Washington. He still stinks, but he's 2,200. If you are attacking Suarez and company, he's very cheap, so you at least have to acknowledge the situation. Uh, Jared Clinic went deep over the weekend. He he might be heating up. I think that's the best way I can say it. He's you know he's hit safely in three of his last five games. He's got double digits in two of his last five. He's twenty one hundred bucks. Like we're seeing a little bit of something going. So maybe there's something there if you are stacking Seattle. Keep in mind with um, Kalinic, nice and cheap. Other than that, my my last guy down here. We'll get to him here in just a second because you got to scroll. You got to scroll to get to my dog. But Yadiel Hernandez, $2,000, $2,000 against the lefty Suarez and companies. So keep him in mind as well. Recapping your pitching on the slate, Miguel on Disco up top. I prefer Disco over Miguel. You can go to Lowry. You can go to Heaney if you want. I got no problem with that. But give me Disco and give me Miguel in that order. And then the down below, Dunning and Suarez. I like Dunning over Suarez, but both of them are in play. So the main attraction is Disco, Miguel, Dunning, uh, uh, Dunning Suarez for me. But if you want to mix in a Heaney and a Lauer, you can. If you're stacking up Philly and Washington, it has some appeal. I want to see lineups before I go into that anymore. I definitely like um, I like Baltimore as a contrarian versus Heaney. It's hard to stack New York just because they haven't been good lately. But I do like Anthony Rizzo a lot. Uh, the Mets versus Lazardo is very intriguing with guys like uh, Smith, Davis, Alonzo, and uh, Baez and company. I like that quite a bit. But you get into guys like Seattle could be nice versus Waka. Like it's just kind of like iffy. Stacks right now, but love Milwaukee, Wong, Adamas, Telez, and then you mix in your Canes, your Taylors, uh, your Avies, stuff like that. But but Wong, Adamas, Telez are my top three in Milwaukee. Love that stack. And then the Gigantes, stack them up to the roof. Crawford, Bryant, Posey, then see the lineup. Because if we get Wade, we want Wade. Uh, Duggar looks good too, but see where they mix. Like, oh, well, love Yaz. Yaz, Bryant, Crawford, Posey in that order. Yaz, Bryant, Crawford, Posey is where I like my Giants. So Giants, Milwaukee is where I'm planting my flags with my pitchers, and we'll mix and match around that. So check us out in that one. Questions in the chat, bankroll theory. Thanks for the kind comments. Um, I'm with you guys Sunday through. I record Sunday through Thursday nights for your Monday through Friday shows. James in the chat. Uh, do you think Alex Dickerson loses time with Bryant added? What was happening? I kind of mentioned once in a while before. He usually plays versus right-handed pitching. But we've seen in games. He'll get pinch hit and replaced. That tells you already there's a concern. Like certain guys, Duggar rarely ever got pinch hit for. Yaz never got pinch hit for. Dickerson was the guy. Just like Slater was on the opposite side, right, versus lefties. Uh, as more guys continue to come, it'll be interesting because that means Wade might have to play more outfield instead of the infield. And I think I think Dickerson, he's not as guaranteed as he once was. At least that's how I feel. Those guys are going to mix and match a ton. It's going to feel like the Rays pursuing where only like three guys have locked in roles. And then it's because like, legit Brian can play third base first base in the outfield because Longoria was taking ground balls on Sunday he'll be back soon belt's gonna be back soon at first base 
it's going to get interesting. It's going to get really interesting. So I'll keep an eye on all that. But uh, thanks for the question, guys. Again, if you want to see me live, I'm in the Rotoballer YouTube channel, streaming live free the night before, and you can catch it anytime on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Subscribe, give the old thumbs up there, or just download MLB DFS Quick Hits and all your listening platforms. You can give a rate and review on iTunes. It would help me out a ton. It's the only way to kind of move up there so more people can uh, see and experience the show. So it'd mean a lot to me as a free show. If you guys give it like a couple of seconds, give a rate and review there, that'd mean a ton. If you guys play season-long fantasy baseball, go check out uh, Bench with Bubba uh, twice a week, recapping Fab on Tuesdays, and then a, a guest episode on Thursdays this past week, Scott Pianowski recapping the MLB trade deadline. Uh, if, you, if you like to play uh, prop bets, you like DFS, go check out Prize Picks. Great way to do that. Talk about uh, I dropped my picks in the fantasy DJ and Slack chat with the other guys dropping their picks too. When you create an account, use promo code Bubba to get a first-time deposit match up to hundred dollars uh one more question from frank do you ever do snake drafts and if so would you be your top five players to draft in your order i do not do snake drafts i'm assuming you're talking about the ones on um draft kings i used to do them on draft on the old draft app and i prefer to get one of the pitchers i want so it's kind of short slit like this make sure you get one of the aces if you could i'd want that for sure lock in the ace pitchers and then um go get like uh rizzo's my home run call if you want a home run call get rizzo and then get guys, get like your Yastrzemski's, your Bryant's. Those are the guys I'd be going for in your first round, your stake draft, personally, on that one, Frank. But uh, good luck, everybody. That's uh, this night's Monday's quick hits in the book. I'll be back guys on Tuesday with a full Tuesday slate. But for now, MLB DFS quick hits your Monday, August 2nd edition in the books. I'm out. <laughs>